Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone, and welcome to The Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Well, you like what you see, Aaron Aaron Abrams. (laughs) Uh, Hi, guys. How are you? We're we're doing great. Hanging in there. Yep. We're all just hanging. This is what it's like. We're just And so what part of town are you in? Oh, uh, like a Melrose La Brea situation. Mm-hmm. We used to live, Amanda and I used to live on Beverly, like Beverly and Fairfax. Together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. We had pink. One time we painted our house pink. So the walls in our living room were like a bright pink. See, this is the kind of thing, though, that would get you through a quarantine. Is like, a ro- like this is why I needed a roommate where we could just be like, let's... Let's do something yeah. with this place and let's just like make a let's have a vacation within the four walls of this house. Well, you can always put something on Craigslist and say who wants to oh. have a quarantine vacation. <laughs> that sounds like a dirty trap. I wouldn't trust anybody who uh, answered that, I don't think. Mm, have you ever really utilized Craigslist? Any good or bad experiences? I have sold things on Craigslist. When I moved um, I lived in a place for years that was uh, – I moved to L.A. and then and then basically never spent three months in a row here or six months of a year. So the place I lived in, the furniture and everything, it was like a serial killer lived there. There was no knickknacks. There was nothing. And so I moved to this place and was like, I want to start completely fresh. And I put everything on Craigslist. It was gone in 36 hours. Really? It was great. Couches and tables and things. I was just like, I get it out of here. People would just come by, give me a hundred dollars, and leave and take it themselves. I thought it was, it was great. It's kind wow. of like getting robbed, but in a good way. Yes, yes, it's a very organized uh, uh, robbery. Yeah, or just tra- it's just transaction. I mean, it's just like it's com- sure. it's commerce. That's right, Amanda. It's commerce. So everyone, you, you know Aaron from, he's a famous actor, so he was in Blind Spot, our friend is Martin Garrett's show, Spot. is in Blind Spot, mm-hmm. the, the last season is on now, No, or coming to debuting soon. When does it start, Aaron? May, uh, what, It's what next it? week, I think, right? <laughs> next, yeah, May, May 7th, something Let's like say that. say May 7th. Well, um, this also, comes out on Tuesday, which is, which is... Um, oh, I think we're on Thursday. Okay. So we'll, it'll be in two days. Yeah. Wow. You guys tune in. If you haven't watched Blind Spot, start from the beginning. Also, Amanda 
and I played Nemesis on the show. Man, I was on for a guest, and she was a very evil. I don't know. Were you evil? You were like a Hope Hicks. You were a, a real nasty. Yeah, I, I was telling people that I was playing the president, but I don't think I was. I was. <laughs> you were. You were the president's like. I was the president's friend, and I basically yeah. had to. I had to threaten Aaron, and then well, I I'm just gonna give it away because it's too funny. Aaron and I sure. go have are on a plane in the cockpit, and the plane starts going down. And we're like freaking right. out, and then Aaron saves the day, but I had to pass out. Wait, you're in the cockpit oh, when yes. it goes down? We're on Air we're Force on Air- One, and then terrorists take over Air Force One, like the movie Air Force One, if you will. Yeah. And I, uh, uh, and it's comedic, I guess, because I play a real pussy on that show yeah. generally. But I don't remember what they 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 basically save our ass from down below. But we're in the cockpit, and there's wow. a thing where the altitude shoots down so low that we have to act like we're passing out. And it was very uh, it was an odd experience. Yeah, that was that was hard actually to like gently fall asleep in a panicked circumstance. It was also was the acting. Yeah, exercise. let me see if I can do it. Let me see if oh, I can. Yeah, do it. Let's sure. See. Let's see. Okay, you're so strapped going... into a seatbelt, okay? Yeah. And you're... Okay. Yeah, you're. Okay. Here she goes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> that was really good. good. That was really good. My eyes slowly closed. <laughs> so you, you chose to go back, I see. Yeah, well, I... Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah, what, that's how good, I would... That's good acting because they can still see your face. Did you go head first, Amanda? No, I tried to go head first, and then the director said, go back so we can see you because <laughs> this is being filmed. <laughs> The, the going front at least looks like you're in peril yeah, or something. Go. Like going back looks like you're just taking. You look so comfortable is what makes it look it's hilarious. It's also not really a flattering angle, but but also <laughs> well, <laughs> I want to say that Aaron was on one of my favorite and Matt's favorite TV shows, Slings and Arrows, too. Um, oh. And for anyone who hasn't seen that, it's really fun. Maria, actually, you'd love it. Have you seen Slings? I and borrowed Arrows? the DVDs from you, and I never watched it. I think I still have a DVD of it. I'd love to watch it. It's really fun. It's with Rachel McAdams. It it's Aaron and Rachel McAdams, yes. and that's all you need to know. <laughs> Do you guys have a love? A love, a, a love? We are never on at the same time. In fact, I think I'm only on that show because she leaves. She becomes famous after season one, and so they make each season a new young lover couple. And so who and so who was your, the yeah. person you were playing against? I don't remember. Sarah Polly. Oh, I love I mean, Sarah Polly. Yes, Do you still I talk well. to Sarah Polly? Yes, sometimes. Yes, she's the greatest. Well, you, I went to high school with Sarah Polly, oh so God. it was like my. She was like my friend from before Slings and Arrows. Sarah Polly's like one of my favorites. I loved Avonlea growing up, and then I. Uh, I also loved her movie My Life. My Life Without You is that? Oh yes, I yes, love that. My Life Without You, where she's leaving the tapes yes. for the kids, and oh, then we love the movie um, Take This Waltz. Yes, I'm in that for a second. You are. Who are, are you? you? And take this wall. Yes, they had. I. I. Um. They needed because they needed somebody to play family members of Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman that looked like half of each, which <laughs> I nailed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so they had like a bunch of improvised days where they just like had family functions, and none of it is really in the movie. But it was just like improvising for three days with Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman. And uh, Matt Barham was one of us. I don't know. He's like an L.A. improviser. Maybe you guys know. But it was super fun. Amazing. You can see me in there sometimes, but I don't think I have much to do. Uh, we love that movie. And not to harp on your career, really but do. also you have a movie coming out, Lovebirds, that you wrote. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
very uh, like on uh, Netflix, May twenty second. So fun. So I was lucky enough to see a screening of that, and I I did catch <gasps> up, which is so funny. It was totally outside of you or Martin, my because uh, Three Arts asked me to come in and do it. Oh and my so god, that's I, amazing! I can't wait to see the final version because I think I saw you guys were going to do some reshoots. I don't know if they ever did, but oh yes, oh yeah, good. We did. So I I haven't seen the latest version, but it was really fun. Oh great! Well, I can't yeah, wait to great. see Thank it. For that's so exciting! What an exciting career! <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys this is nice so Aaron we like to start off the podcast a- asking our guests if they have any little moral quandaries do you have any little moral quandaries I was thinking about this I'm a big fan of the show guys but oh, thank you I listen all the time I love you guys um, and the thing that I always think about when I listen to you guys is like I, I feel like the most torn I am is when I'm with what my obligation is to parenting my parents. Mm. So like if in public, an example would be, uh, you know, a waitress comes over and my father starts wildly guessing her ethnicity Mm. (laughs) to her face. Right. As like, (laughs) they're just like out of step, you know, but like he's trying to flirt with her in that dumb, like I I flirt with waitresses because I'm adorable or whatever he thinks is happening. But you can see on the waitress's face, like, ah, what's happening? And I always, I'm not helping. I know I'm on the front lines and I should be like, dad, come on. But I've tried to do that enough where I'm like, he obviously doesn't like when I'm parenting him. That's a real trigger for him. Mm -hmm. So I always give the waitress or whoever is at the end of this a look like, I'm so sorry, but you are on your fucking own. Wow. And I always feel like, is this what I should be doing? I don't know, but I don't know. I'm in the trenches with you, stranger. I can't I can't control this person. I'm the last person who should be, in fact, because I, I can't get I can't get results. You're gonna from where I'm that's sitting. That's interesting. I, this is something I'm, I've thought about as well. And I do think that if you try to police your family, your spouse, your friends, mm-hmm it's a losing battle and it's just going to hurt the relationship. Now there are some situations where like, say someone says something racist and you're kind of having a little moral (laughs) dilemma. Do I need to step in here? And of course, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just that sort of whatever, but, and, and it say that there's a situation where you think, okay, so I, this is a a behavior that I actually think it's going to help them to call out because they don't know better. I do think on occasion, but just in general, when it's just like parents being embarrassing, it's just a, to me, it's a losing battle to try to police that. And I think giving that look that you're saying is actually the best thing you can do, which is just like, I this is crazy and I know it's crazy but we're in this together and then just leave a really good tip right you have to give him a look at him like I'm not with him yeah FYI but it's kind of that's even that is self-serving that's true then it's rather rather than helping the situation I'm just looking out for me being like just know that I don't I wasn't wondering if you were half Portuguese at all <laughs> right right <laughs> Right, but what are you going to do? Call attention to it? Like that would make it worse. Yeah, yeah. I can't. It's up to it's up to the waitress to be like, "Sir, that's inappropriate," and then he'll learn. If I do that, then he'll never learn. Yeah, because he'll go. She doesn't mind, you know. Yeah, exactly. Or being like, like he has to dig his heels in and be like, "You don't get to parent me because that's not how the relationship 
is that I want this, to, I want it to go one way here and it has to be that. Also, yeah. the other thing is we're so sensitive to our families where you have to realize that, that right. waitress, she gets this all day long. She's not even listening to him, you know? So I, that's the other thing. I have no perspective. Yes. I always am embarrassed and I would say the majority of my friends don't understand it all. They're like, he's a character. Oh, and you're just like, do oh, you have I a, I don't a have character daddy? Yeah. Character daddy. <laughs> character daddy. <laughs> That's fun to have a character yeah, daddy. Yeah, he's a real character daddy. It is fun daddy, to have a yeah. character daddy. Like mustache. Yeah, oh, really? He does? He got rid of the mustache recently, but like he had him, he was a mustache daddy. Yeah, well. see, that's the thing. That waitress, she deals with mustache daddies all day long. She, <laughs> she, she knows with mustache daddies, that's where the money comes in. Mustache daddies give. That is true. Give the that tips. is true. Mustache like those. Yeah, she knows that at the end of the rainbow of of this uh, horrible flirting is going to be like a cash prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a fine line. I mean, I, I don't think calling out something like that does any good for someone who's not meaning anything by it, who's just kind of like, and who's mm-hmm. older and who doesn't like getting um, told what to do. Yes. As long as it's yeah. not like, you know, he's not touching. I can't imagine what it's like, though, to be to be out of step. I mean, I guess I, I could be and not even know it, but out of step with the time in that way. Where you must get a feeling like you are, but it must make you feel horrible when someone brings it up. I know. I wonder if... Like, you can't be comfortable in the world because you don't know how to act anymore. I, do you think told. it's going to happen to us? Do you think we're going to get... I don't know. I'm so scared of it. I'm not scared of... I'm scared of that more than I'm scared of dying, to be honest. What? Being old and being, like, not, you know... I guess that I mean uh, being an old person whose like health is failing is not as scary as being an old person whose uh, uh, understanding of so- so- of social bound social etiquette is failing. okay. Well, that's ridiculous. Is scarier to me. That's truly ridiculous. Oh, being a burden on people in that way is would be my nightmare. I'm really. Being like a person, someone people had to patrol. I'm really worried that I'm going to get really grumpy in my old age because, you that, know, that yeah, old well. people Bitter. are grumpy because they're in chronic pain a lot of the time. And so, yeah. like, of think course. about when you have, a, like, a slight stomach ache. I'm, like, the world's biggest bitch. So I can't imagine if I got bad mm-hmm. hips. I'm going to yes. have such a – so I just really don't want to snap at my grandkids. This is – I guess that's my overarching biggest moral dilemma is what – kind of patience and tolerance and grace do you extend to old people who are consistently frustrating (laughs) just generally yeah you have to give a lot but sometimes i'm like were you were you always a dick though and now you're just 70 i can't tell i mean right now we're we're letting them just go hog wild from home <laughs> from home? What do you mean? Because everyone's quarantined. All the old Got people. It. Yeah, but they're but they're they're all they're gonna be like um overfilling with like the need to embarrass, <laughs> and then when the doors Ugh. open, they'll, they're just gonna go nuts. Okay, so well, anyway, I hope that was helpful, Aaron, to sort of explore this dilemma. It was, and thankfully, he doesn't know what podcasts are. Hopefully, 
and hopefully none of his friends See, do. some of my right. family have started listening to the big ones, but not my parents. I think, um, well, shout out to Aunt Katie if you're listening and Aunt Christy because they both texted me saying they listen. But they are, those are two. Do they try and engage with you about like big big moral like queries that you, you've expressed um, Well, on the show? Aunt Katie was very, very upset about the episode with our producer, Tracy. We had um, one of our Erios mm. producers, Tracy, on, and she wasn't – Tracy got a lot of um, – what's it called uh flack flack because she this is early on in the epidemic and she wasn't fully taking it 120 percent seriously oh. like maria and i mm. were trying to and so but anyway my aunt katie was very upset about that um but i you know i oh so not it wasn't directed at you oh, no and it wasn't like using this podcast as a way to connect with you in a way that was no and aunt katie and aunt christy are two they're cool aunts Oh, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Cool ants. That's like the opposite of a mustache. Yeah, daddy. they're not mustache <laughs> cool daddies. Aunt. They're cool Are ants. you a cool ant or are you a mustache daddy? <laughs> you decide. Uh, and actually, I don't really have a mustache daddy. My daddy's pretty good socially. Great. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. Um, okay, should we do our Ask so, Amanda? Yeah, we should do our Ask. So, Erin, since you're a listener, you know that every episode we take a beat to have our guest demand from our listeners to rate review and join our patreon so would you do the honors please oh yeah right okay it's a demand right yeah but you can be gentle with it it's rate you on patreon um patreon you you want to what are the instructions i have to to tell people to rate and review um on apple podcasts and if they want or can to join our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. And if they okay. don't, that you'll hurt them or their family. Or, But you Got know it. what, Maria? You know, Aaron has a, a lot of range, so there's more ways to get what you want from just than just demanding it. Well, maybe... Oh, I play... This is... All I do is threaten people. Every part. I just play dicks who threaten people well, in every part. So I, you, I'll just go straight You know what the, the objective is, so do what you need to do to, to, get, to get that. Okay, okay. Uh, hey, listen. Marie and Amanda, they're nice girls. You're gonna do what they tell you to do. You go, you 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 subscribe on Patreon. It's a dollar. What's a dollar to you? You're already listening. You love the show. You go to Apple. You click like, subscribe, all of it. You do what I tell you to do because they told me to do it, and I'm telling you to do it. I don't know. Is that a thing? That was a thing. <laughs> that was okay. truly chilling. And you guys, you guys <laughs> can see, but Aaron leaned in really close to the computer when he was doing that. Yeah. Oh, I actually, this shows my ineptitude. I was leaning in to the QuickTime record <laughs> <laughs> bar. I wanted, I, which is obviously not where the microphone is. It's not it's in the screen. No. <laughs> Okay, that so should, is... we, should we take a quick a quick break and then we'll get right back to our big, big one? Yeah, let's Ooh. do it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Okay, All right, guys, we're back. We're back. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes, totally okay. ready. So, here we go. You meet the woman or man of your dreams. After a whirlwind romance, you get engaged. You've never been happier until you find out that this person is actually your distant relative. Would you stay together for love or break up with this person to avoid incest? You, I feel like you slayed. I was the kind of riffing. Yeah. I was kind of riffing, but this is this is based on Game of Thrones with John and Khaleesi. So we're not. What um, are they? They're, they're aunt. cousins. She's his aunt. Yeah, aunt is not distant. Well, no, but that's why I think for our time because cool aunt. She was the coolest of cool aunts, second, by the way. She was the OG cool aunt. I think aunt. it's second cousin. I think it's like that's not, not illegal. So, it's not illegal. I would, but it's close. Oh. Se- wait, second first cousin is illegal. Second cousin is not illegal. I think I, I oh, actually man, that's think what Amanda's it's... been telling herself for the last <laughs> couple of years. Uh, I think it might not even be illegal to marry your cousin. I think you can marry a cousin. I bet that's a state state by state. Can I marry my second cousin, Ronnie? Great question. I feel like my first Google search would be the medical. Like if if a baby was in the discussions, what yeah. what, what are the problems? I think you're and what if you can't have babies and and you really want them, then that's a or if your babies will there's a fifty percent chance or a ten percent chance. Let's say you know, that the chance. odds are very very low that you'd have an issue with having a child. So the the question is just if the idea of it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like yeah, I think we should play it two or, ways. One is that people know. Like, and then one is that nobody knows. Right. I want to say this really quickly. Second cousins in the United States are legally allowed to marry in every state. What's more, the genetic risk associated with second cousins having children is almost as small as it would be between two unrelated individuals. Okay. Well, marriage between... So second cousins, for sure, I think I would do. Really? But that's marriage it. between first yeah. cousins is legal in only about half of American states. It would be hard if everybody knew. It would be hard. And yeah, I. Th- but I love this person, right? In this theory, I love this. This is the person. You're, and you're me. engaged. It's not like you just met them. You've had a history together. So in this world where everyone finds out, they've celebrated my engagement, and then I have to be like, "Oh, also, yeah." After they've they've come on board with because the they were adopted or worse. they were adopted and then you did all your genealogy stuff and then you realized oh, so we got on 23 and me and got a horrible yeah i think why not make it first cousin because i think second cousin might make it too easy okay so first co- is first cousin illegal in some states not in this in the state you're in it's fine if it's Should, my first cousin, I think I would kind of say, let's just be cousins. <laughs> but that's, you have to think of it like that's Matt. You've Matt already done it you. though. You've already had sex with this person. You've already fallen in love with this person. It's not like you can't just be like, let's pretend that okay. never happened. So it's did. like if so Matt, if I found out that Matt was my first cousin, 
Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't just be like, get out. Yeah. I mean, maybe you would. I don't know. But I would never speak to my cousin like that. <laughs> I mean, at one point, I guess like the bigger question here is like, okay, so say you weren't going to have kids, like say that wasn't a thing, then like, what are, what's the problem? In, and I'm not saying that as Maria, I'm asking that in a in a uh, way of like, what's the problem of marrying your first cousin if it's not going to hurt anybody? I know. It's a one of these programmed things. And I feel like I've always prided myself in being like, I don't, just because I'm told that that's something, I don't think that that's true. But right. this one, it is weird. I mean, I think biologically, we're conditioned, or we're biologically... We're, con- we're born to not be attracted to right. people in our own family. Now, because of like the hormones and the, uh, what are those things called that you release? Pheromones. 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 Like you're, you really shouldn't be. But this is an interesting nurture versus nature question. Because if you didn't grow up with them, then maybe their pheromones would be different and they'd be different enough that you would be attracted to them. Right. Uh, I think just the kind of respect, I think what irks me is it's not just like people wouldn't think I was an asshole. They would think I was disgusting. Right. Which is Would worse. you think someone was disgusting for marrying no. your cousin? <laughs> no, I'd think they were a little lame. I'd be like, "Come on, man! There's so many." Yeah, like I, I would, I would think they were lame. Being like, "You," it feels maybe even emotionally manipulative. Like, "Oh, you, what happened here? You, you're too scared to like." I don't know. It felt like, oh, the, the, because I, I would assume some sort of story where he was too, he was too, or she was too afraid to to go out, be vulnerable with people outside of the I family. See. Does it also feel kind of narcissistic to anyone? Or a little bit weird, like tribalistic, like I want to keep. Yeah, pure yeah. blood. Yeah. I, 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 it's just the big question is like, I would judge someone for marrying their cousin, but why? Mm-hmm. And I, if they weren't going to have kids and it's just like, look, we just love each other. Like we love and we didn't grow up together and she was adopted or he was adopted. And I didn't know we met on match.com. Like it's not like. Yeah. But this is the story you're going to have to constantly tell people. You're going to have to have 18 things to be like, but listen, yeah, it's not what you think. Yeah. It's, we met on match.com and we're, we never met. And uh I, I think what's weird is because in the question it says you've already fallen in love and love yeah. this person. But my response is I would never. Yeah. But you would. the question has said that you I already, already have. have. So it's very hard to put myself in these shoes where what I'm most – what I'm repelling against is the idea that I would. Not that I already have and what would I do. Should we do a little improv um, where sure. we um, – what would be a good scenario like – we are just finding out that we're that we're yeah. cousins. Okay, so I think that could be good. So what if like Aaron and Maria, you're the cousins, and then okay. I'm I'll be like grandma, who's coming in delivering the news. 
Why does grandma oh, have you're... the news? Because she knows grandma's been alive a long time and she knows. Oh, you've been keeping this? So like you've seen our courtship and have been like, I didn't think it would or have to what come if to you this, just have to you're introducing you me to your fiance. <gasps> oh, that's and so I go, okay. oh okay, okay, great. And Okay. Scene. Are you a, a Mima? I'm a Mima. Yeah, I'm a Mima and I'm I'm just like, okay, so you're just arriving. Um Okay. Okay. I don't have my glasses on. I'll, well, I'll I'll set it up. Okay. You guys just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, come on in. I'm so happy. My favorite grandson's here. Have a seat in the uh, in the living room. I made some cookies. So good to see you, Mima. Uh, I have um, a very special person I want you to meet. Oh, this I is, can't wait to meet her. This is Maria. Um, Hi. And. We're engaged. Oh, I'm so overjoyed. Maria, let me, I'll give you a hug. Let me get my glasses on so I can take a look at my baby's beautiful bride. Oh, where are these darn things? Let me get them out. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Are you okay, Mima? Oh, I need to sit down, honey. Grab me a a glass of milk. I'll go get it. I'll go get it. I'll be right back. You take care of your Mima. Hey, Grandma, what's the deal? You're being rude. Oh, uh, honey, I, I gotta. How long have you been together? We've been we've been dating for for two years. Two years, and and have you been following the Bible and saving yourselves for marriage? No, oh, no, no, no. Say it isn't so. Say it isn't so. What is, Grandma? She's great. You just need to get to know her. She's. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what if you think it's a religious problem with her. I, you just ask her, get to know her, and you'll see that it's Where'd fine. Where'd y'all meet? Match.com. It's a it's an app. It's a website. I can't really explain it oh, all to you. Oh, sweet irony. They they match you with people that you're most have the most familiarity with and the most things in common. With. Do you remember your uncle Br- Brenny? Mm-hmm. Your yeah, uncle Brenny. Brenny, who was estranged from the family. Yes, I, I think I met him at a funeral. That's right. Well, he had a he had a baby, and he gave that baby up for adoption. And okay. that baby's name was Maria. No, no, you you this that you could have said that without any Maria I brought over here. She never knew her daddy. That's her. I see it. She's got his eyes. Mima, here's your milk. I spilled it all over the floor in the kitchen. I'm sorry. That's just what Brenny would do. Honey, I got got bad news for you. She doesn't even know a Brenny. Your biological father, Brenny. How do you know I was adopted? You you two are cousins. What? So Brenny's my uncle? What? Here, look at this baby picture. Same birthmark, right? That takes up half her face. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Wait a minute. Is this some sort of joke? Am I getting punked? Where's Ashton? (laughs) <laughs> oh, disgusting reference. <laughs> <laughs> even Mima, even Mima knows that that's. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to break it to you, but but you too are. <laughs> this is not what God wants. I have to sit down. I'm. I, 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 Listen, I don't understand. Aaron, did you know that this was... Of course not. Of course not. And it doesn't change that I love you. Listen, Mima, I love Maria. 
There must be. But is there cousins. any room in your heart? But, but I'm Oh, asking. so you're... Uh-oh. Well, I'm asking. I mean, well, that's crazy. <laughs> Mima just... Well, how do you feel about it? Well, I think it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it uh, is crazy. I mean, I'm not just going to go along with it for just, uh, you know, uh, let's let's take a minute. Maybe I feel I'm a little insulted that you're not. I mean, it sounds like your love for me is wavering in this moment. Well, good. I don't think we'll be able to survive this. I'm hurt now. I don't. I love you. I love you. I was I I've got down on a knee and proposed marriage to you. But we're cousins. But that was that's just that. But it doesn't change what I'm already feeling. Does it? It ch- it changes for me. Ooh, okay, changes okay for me. and scene. It definitely I, I, changes. That actually, thank you guys because that really clarified things for me. What? <laughs> I don't think I could let go of love like like very quickly like that. If this was the person for me, I would be scrounging and trying to find loopholes in this situation. But that being said, if Maria, if my Maria in this world had a had a hesitation i would be i would be more i would be crushed and therefore the relationship would not survive that's kind of so what i both I'd... have to be completely 100 percent on board which seems very impossible you'd have to yeah, kill I you'd can... have to kill grandma you'd have to mm. kill Mima so the secret it would get just up. she is it would gossip. worm it would be a worm in your brain from then on out you would never be able to get that that um what, what is like that, that worm even? What does it mean? A, a the taboo yeah, of it. Like, why the why taboo. would my worm brain care? The taboo. The taboo. Yeah, I'm going to just... really drilled in there. That taboo is really drilled in. But I'm for a good reason, celebrities, right? Celebrities who married their cousins. You're going to put that in? I'm going to Google that. Because <gasps> I think there's a, like some sort of Republican senator who's married to a cousin. Ah, uh, that sounds familiar. First cousin? I think so. Okay. Um, well, here's a uh, nine famous people who married their cousins. Let's just see, because maybe there we'll have some. They're all going to be models. like 18th century people. Um, Rudy Giuliani married his second cousin. Ah. Oh. This is going to be a horde of people I do not want to include myself <laughs> with. I, knew, I already know. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. Oh, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Um, ironically, <laughs> Charles Darwin. Ironically, well, right, because wouldn't that kind of like fuck up the survival oh, of the fittest? Interesting. Um, Albert interesting. Einstein. What is with all these wacky geniuses? I know Jerry yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. Speaking not of, that Saddam Hussein is a wacky, wacky genius. genius. <laughs> Ke- Kevin Bacon. What? No, Kira Sedgwick and, and him are cousins. They're ninth cousins no. once removed. Ninth cousins. That couldn't mean less to me. If you were a ninth yeah. cousin, if Maria was a ninth cousin, that I'd be it wouldn't mean problem. okay. At what level of cousin would we be like a hundred percent okay with? I actually think third cousin, fourth, because I don't think fourth is even a thing. Yeah, I think third cousin. I'm like mm, whatever. Jerry Lee Lewis married his third cousin. Oh, he did. But he was like a yeah. pedophile too. These is a bad group of people. He was. Wasn't didn't yeah. he marry that fifteen year old? Yeah, haven't Winona Ryder in that movie is supposed to be fifteen. Haven't you seen that movie? What movie? Three Balls of Fire. 
Is that what it's That's no. like a puff piece about Jerry Lee Lewis, and he still comes off like an asshole. I didn't. It's yeah. like all about how great he is, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's amazing. That's the scene that stuck with me forever, where Renona Ryder yes. um, slides down. Where he the, takes her virginity. Yeah, and, but then oh. she slides down the wall because she doesn't know how to cook. She cries. She oh. cries and has like a little mental breakdown. But she's so cute yeah. in it. But yeah, he does. He does marry her. I think uh, yeah, I, I I think that if you really love someone, second cousin's okay. But first cousin, so that's the line for you. First cousin. Yeah, because yeah. it just doesn't Betty. seem right. Yeah, I couldn't do. Right. I couldn't do it. So you could be fine telling people, or having everyone know that you married a second cousin. No, I think I'd be fine telling people that it was a third cousin, second cousin. I so you'd still- lie. You'd fudge the truth a little bit. Yeah, you'd be like we're a third cousin. Yeah, I think so. And you and your partner kind of know, like, that's second cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're our little secret. I think if you, okay, I would be fine if you presented it confidently, like, yeah, we're second cousins, so what? People would be, <laughs> people would go, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, chill That's out. for sure what Rudy Giuliani does. <laughs> that's crazy. That's I think so they were problems. annulled. Oh, they're not married anymore? Yeah. Maybe they got that's, married as kids. Like, uh, you know, like, like playing around and then they just took it into their adulthood well like they were playing house but they happened yeah. to have like a ordained minister there <laughs> yeah <Whoops. laughs> like now you kids are married so sorry okay but final answer the love of our life we find out they're our first cousin do we stay married i mean do we get married if i'm able like i really try to make it work i guess is the best i can answer that so you're a yes I try to make it work. I am doubtful I succeed. Maria? I can't. First cousin, I can't. It just wasn't. It's not. It. it I can't. No. I think Sorry. I could try and do it. I, I think I could do it, but my head, like you say, Maria, it would be a worm in my head that might yeah. totally Well, that's up. what happens to Jon Snow. It's a gum. He becomes, he, 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 he can't stop. Is that what happens? Yeah, he can't. He's not like really into her. He loves her and he fucks her and he finds out. Yeah. And then he breaks it off because they're cousins. He can't really do it anymore. Yeah. They're, they're, he, she's his aunt. She, he gets to, you know, he, it changes. I it was a little more complicated. Well, it is. I can't I think remember. It's definitely, that last season I tried to forget. It is, it is more complicated. But for me, I think I'm probably a no at first cousin. Second cousin, I'm, I'm all in. Yes. And <laughs> certainly if I can lie to everyone. Yeah. I don't know who's finding this shit out. Who's who cares about family trees? I would I could easily just we would skip I wouldn't even bother with second or third. I'd go right to fourth. Yeah. Honestly. That'd be the story. Fourth cousins. Fourth cousins. Okay, should we do our dear big ones? This is where we have a, yes. a letter from one of our listeners. Okay. Hey big ones. Recently my girlfriend's mom, let's call her Sharon because that's her name, told us a story <laughs> that I thought you two might be interested in. She was having some ladies from her church over for a Sunday lunch. Sharon's family are great cooks and they put out a nice big spread. Not just sandwiches and finger foods, but a big meal with fried chicken, lots of sides, pies, etc. After lunch, the guests were nice enough to help with the dishes. Once everyone had gone home, Sharon turned on the dishwasher, and when she walked back into the kitchen a little later, there was water everywhere. It turns out when the ladies were helping with the dishes, they were just cramming big chunks of food and chicken bones down the garbage disposal, causing it to get clogged, which then caused the water from the dishwasher to overflow and run out onto the floor. 
Sharon had to call a plumber to come and fix the garbage disposal, which she pronounces dispose all. And I think that's a fun detail. And she had to call a cleaning company to come and clean up the gross mess. When all was said and done, Sharon's little luncheon ended up costing her almost $800. Should Sharon confront the church ladies? Remember, they all left before the incident, so they have no idea that they fucked up her kitchen or that she had to shell out nearly 800 bucks to fix it. Or should she just let it go? That's a lot of money, and it would be nice if the people responsible pitched in a little. But how do you bring something like that up? There's no guarantee that they would offer to help with the expenses anyway. So maybe it's worth forgetting about the money to avoid offending someone or making things awkward at church. What do you think? Thanks. You guys are the best. Sincerely, Sharon's daughter's boyfriend from Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Great question. I, I have had this exact situation. <gasps> Tell us. I had a, my girlfriend's family was over, and they we made fish, and then they helped clean up, and then they put all the fish bones down the garbage disposal and fucked up the garbage disposal, and water went everywhere. <gasps> but they were present for it, and I don't I don't recall them paying to fix it, but they were mortified, and that was fine. So why? <laughs> that was enough. Why are people putting? Bones. I don't know. That's it's, it's them being they're, they're stupid. That was crazy. But do well, people I not have think... garbage disposals? Do, do people me? not know how to use a garbage disposal? Like you can put a lot yeah. down there, but I think most people know not to put bones. Well, I don't think there's any set. Like I would love to see a list of rules for what to put down the garbage disposal because sometimes I know not to put a bone down there, but. You know, sometimes you think, well, can I put like scraps? Yeah, what what are you supposed to put down there? Because yeah. I just recently... It's the Wild West. I don't know what's going yeah. on. I just recently started putting things like the carrot tops and um, the onion root side. Like I used to always throw that out. You put like big chunks down there. Big Not chunks super of big, veg, but like, like a half a lemon. I'll put it down there. Oh. Is that crazy? And I've just started I, doing this. It just seems like playing with fire. I bet it's. I bet it's totally fine. I just... If I can grab it with my hand, I'm going to put it in the garbage. I see. So you're more using it for like crumbs mm. and... Yeah, like scrapings. Ah, uh, Maria, what, what do you have one? What do you do? Well, I, yeah, I'm just thinking to myself now, There's I there was some celery that's down there right now that I don't even think I've turned on the garbage disposal and I'm my head's spinning thinking, is that bad? <laughs> oh, no, you're so panicked. <laughs> I'm thinking, do I need to get down there? Um, can, You'll know, the smell will tell you. Can someone write in yeah. and tell us what we're supposed to put? What I'm going to Google it. What can you put down well, the what, garbage? What happens with the food? Where does it go? Great question. Down Where the pipes the with go? the water. They like churn it up and then send it away into the sewers or wherever things go. Down the tubes. It's all tubes. Uh, I don't understand. Okay. What? This is crazy. Okay. Here's 15 things to never put in your disposal if you want to keep it running smooth and your drains clog free. Coffee grounds. <gasps> what? Okay. okay. To understand why, think about what used coffee grounds look like when taken out of the filter. They reduce into a dense, thick paste, and you don't want that to line your drains. Okay. Pasta? You don't want to put pasta down? Bones. Bones is number three. Pasta totally disintegrates, doesn't it? I don't know. I guess it gets starchy. Uh, nuts? <laughs> yeah. It says if you... The garbage disposal doesn't want that. It doesn't <laughs> wait around the middle. Onion skins? Eggshells? I knew eggshells. Egg You're not supposed to do that? Did you? I didn't know that one. I've done yeah. that one. What? 
And so, but why? What are As, the reasons? Yeah. Oh yeah, because a claw. It's 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 or maybe it's for the the razors or whatever's down there churning the stuff up. It's to keep them sharp. Like eggshells egg really damage those things. It's not about the the clogging. Or okay, anything. It's so just about corn husks, yep. um, shells, uh, pits. Yeah, it probably would have a hard time churning up a corn husk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the, the eggshells is something I've just recently started putting eggshells down the disposal. So I'm hoping it's not too late for me. No, it's not. It's never too late. <laughs> But anyway, so, as for this lady's question, I yeah. think she, if I were me, what I would do, honestly, is bring it up to everyone casually or like almost a funny story. I'd basically lob the ball in their direction to be like, anybody wants to help or feel bad about this, please feel free. But I'm not going to make anybody do anything. I'm going to inform them of the thing they are unaware of. Oh, it's just, it's so tricky. I mean, what I could see doing is one close friend sort of confiding in them and saying, I'm so upset oh, that's this happened. And then letting the, fr- maybe the friend goes to the group and says, hey, can everyone yes. pitch in f- 50 bucks? Because she has an $800 repair bill. But I mean, uh, yeah. at the same time, when you're hosting an event, it's almost like you have to plan for this stuff. Like sometimes things just break. And this kind of, confrontation i just feel like is the number one friend killer yeah like some sort of like money you owe i i feel like i'm deserving of money and an apology and i got neither kind of bullshit situation that comes between friendships that i'm always like what was the point was it worth it was it worth it's 800 like if you're actually friends with them it's a like, lot that's crazy so you you think she should ask she should be like hey you did me wrong you gotta pay me a little bit if it was a mistake, if it was like eggshells or something like that, then I'd be like, you know what? No, it's just, right. you got to, you know, people make mistakes. It says here they were cramming big chunks of food in chicken bones. I mean, that's just negligent. That's like, that's like. Yeah. They don't know any better, though. They're not doing it. To, they're not sabotaging. Yeah. Just, I think they're doing they're it because they're lazy. Oh. I think it's maybe more, t- you know, when there's too many cooks in the kitchen and no one's really keeping an eye out. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. what it is, where it's no one's really paying attention. Um, yeah, it's also a thing where, like, I know if I heard if she told me, like, here's what happened, I would immediately be like, oh god, here's some money. Yeah, yeah. And so if they didn't do that, I would be part of me would be offended, being like, oh, so we don't, we don't, we're not the same about this, hey? Right. You, I, you don't care about me the same way I care about you, and right. that's the real crux of the problem, like the relationship problem would be that and i also think if you don't say anything at least say what happened you're going to resent these people for the rest of your life yeah so i mean you can even say like hey this is awkward i'm not i know this wasn't on purpose but this is what happened and i'm i'm really upset about it what i'm not even asking for anything i i don't know i don't know what to do can people chime in please i think we need people to weigh in on this because yeah if you make a request from them directly you're running it you're gonna have a problem Mm-hmm. Not all of those friends are going to be on board, probably. And so you're going to cause a fight. Yeah. But if but you should bring it up. But how do you bring it up without asking anything? Because it's so obvious you are asking for someone. Otherwise, why are you bringing this up with no other purpose? If $800 is a real blow to you financially, then 100%, you know, bring it up. But if, yeah, you, roll the dice. if you don't, if it's chump change... Then I would just leave it. Mm. But I think I like Amanda's idea of targeting the nicest, yeah. closest friend. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that could maybe work or, out. You go to one of their yeah. houses, put chicken bones down one of their garbage disposals. and, and then... Yeah. I was going to say, our answers are more like schemey ways to get what you want rather than <laughs> the moral dilemma of it. <laughs> schemey ways know. to try and get a little money from your friends. I mean, listen, if you it's go hard. to someone's house and you break something, you should offer to replace it. But in this case, it's mm-hmm. trickier because they were trying to be helpful and you can't pinpoint one person who did it. So it is really tricky because maybe it was just one person who did it. And in that case, should that person have to pay $800 for not knowing how to use a dish, a garbage disposal? Mm -hmm. So anyway, let's just leave it at that. um, And just tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Poor Sharon. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, guys. Again, huge fan of the show. I'm so happy to have been here with you. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. You guys, everyone check out Blind Spot on NBC. The final season premieres May 7th. Aaron plays a scuzz, a scuzz bucket or, you know, just. Yep, uh, that's correct. Is that a, the right? A weasel. Yeah, he's yeah, a weasel. weasel who's a hothead and a, hothead he's and like weasel. a delicious character. He, yeah. He's both good and bad depending on the week. It's like you can't trust a word he says, that guy. That's fun. And then also Lovebirds comes out on Netflix. When is that? May 22nd. May is a big month. Big time. Uh, where can people follow you online if they want to? Oh, uh, Mr. Aaron Abram, M-R-A-A-R-O-N-A-B-R-A-M-S uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. Also Sarah Polly now on Twitter, just new. You might want to check really? that out. Just just joined wow. during the quarantine, which is Tell like, I'm doing it. Tell her that we love her. Tell her that Amanda and Maria are big fans. Yeah. Will do. You can tweet at Follow her, her for some great links to articles and some funny shit. <laughs> well, you can follow us at The Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us at thebigonespodcast at gmail.com. And you guys, just keep keep it real. And thanks so much for listening to... The big ones. The big ones. You can say it too, Aaron. Me? Oh, God. Okay, ready? Yeah. I'm ready now. I'm ready. Thanks so much for listening to The Big Ones. Erios. Powered by ACAST.